0: Yo, yo. Hey, what's up, man? what's
1: going on, man? You know I got soul. Yeah. How's
0: it going? What's up? I'm Tom from You Know I Got Soul, man. Good to meet you.
1: Oh, man. Good to meet you also, man. Thanks for having
0: me. Absolutely. Excited to do this interview, man. You know, we're big supporters of yourself and Silk, so definitely excited to talk to you.
1: Oh, man. Beautiful, beautiful, man.
0: It's it's definitely a pleasure to be talking to you and, and everybody as well. Awesome. I want to start out with this interview by talking about the solo project you're working on. I was reading a little bit about that. Talk about that and uh, how that's coming along. Oh,
1: man. Listen. I'm, like, super-duper excited, man. I'm, like, super-duper excited. Um, It's a project that uh, me and uh, my brother, super producer, Delight Allenby, Mm -hmm. kind of been, you know, collaborating on and he's with me uh, on this journey to, uh, you know, bring back you know, good soulful, um, nice. Um, we got a single that we're going to put out very, very soon entitled, do you believe in love? So, uh, you guys be on the lookout, you know, for that we're definitely gonna, um, you know, do a lot of special things, but I actually have a five song EP that I'm doing, man. And it's just one of them things as to, it's something I've been, you know, thinking about doing for a very, very long time. Um, And uh, you know, it's just one of those things that I'm I'm, I'm truly, truly excited about, man. And I'm just really, really happy. Uh, Can't wait for you guys to hear it. You know what I mean? It's going to be that special baby making love, making music that you're accustomed to hearing from Silk. You know, just an extension of that. You know what I mean? And so I'm like super duper excited with a little John John flavor to it. And um, you know what I mean? We're doing like this whole, I like to call it, you know delight is the guy that did me in my bedroom and yeah. you and i don't know if it, you know guys you guys yeah. know his whole discography but um uh, you know a lot of stuff man and so we work you know very very good together man it's one of the things as to where we're like listen we want to do some quincy jones michael jackson type thing where it's the artists and the producer get together and collaborate and just do something special and right. so that's kind of like how i like to call it now i you know, I can only pray that it get to the status <laughs> that, you know, that thriller album did. But the whole premise of it is that type of thing.
0: You know what I mean? So
1: I'm like super duper excited,
0: man, for real. That's dope, man. That's really dope. Yeah. But yeah. How do you how'd you know this was the right time to to do a solo album? You know, you said you've been thinking about it for a while. What pushed you to do it right now?
1: Man, you know, uh it's something I have been inspired inspiring to do and you know, We've kind of, we've been sitting down here, you know, for a good little minute now, and, you know, I hope everybody's staying safe, you know, at home. And I, I've kind of been tinkering around with it uh, for a few months, or whatever the case may be, but we finally got together and was like, listen, you know, we work well together, you know, with the chemistry it's awesome. It's been that way since all of the Silk stuff that we did, and uh, we've always had conversations and aspirations about doing the solo album. And so, you know, I just had to get ready. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that you know, once I got ready to do it, I wanted to not have any reservations. You know what I mean? I wanted to go in and really, really be on it like from the beginning and be very, very committed about doing it. Um and so I got to their point. You know what I yeah, mean? I'm mean, at yeah. point where I'm like, listen man, we got some special things that I want the fans to hear, man, it's an extension of me. And so, you know, and you speaking of the light, Allen B of course. And um, you know, I just I just kinda you know, once that we start kinda We got in the studio uh, before all this happened and we kind of was kind of messing around and just kind of throwing around a bunch of ideas, man. And it just it felt right. And I just, you know, I had an epiphany. It was just like it was time, you know. And so I'm like, listen, man, I'm going to go full force with it. And uh, we're just getting together, man, and just really collaborating and just coming up with some real special stuff,
0: I would say. I hope. <laughs> <you got that. laughs> really looking forward to hearing that, man. We'll, we'll be happy to support that once it comes out. Absolutely, you know, man. Need cool. all that love. Need all that love. Absolutely. I gotta take it back though to the last Silk album, right? You know, Quiet Storm from 2016. Because okay. I don't know if you knew this, but in 2016, "Love for You to Like Me," your guys' single, right. was our number one song, number one song of the year for R&B. Oh, we do a countdown serious? every single, every single year. We do a countdown for 10 years now. That was the best song we heard that year. No wow, oh. <laughs> man! Yeah. You know what? So, that was
1: one. That's one. That's one of those albums that I always talk with the guys. Man, I'm like, listen, it just didn't get enough publicity. Enough that it just. I mean, I, it was a very, very solid album. And a lot of people come up to us and they're like, listen, you guys should release something off that album. And what's going on with the Silk Time album? I mean, with the with the uh, the the uh you know uh uh um. Uh, 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 uh,
0: the album.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's one of them things as to where the question album is one of them things to where um every song on the album man is one of those things where we went fifty-fifty, everybody got a chance to write and 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 you know, we had a chance to like pour more of ourselves into that particular album, not just vocally, but mm. writing wise and uh arranging wise and just kind of being, you know, really, really hands on with it. And, um, you know, I talk with the guys a lot, man, I'm like, "Listen, you know, a lot of people come to us, and they're like, "Listen, man, you guys need to really, really re-release some stuff off of that album because it was a really solid album." And you know, we're thinking about that right now. We're in talks about it. And um, you know, hopefully, man, we'll get a chance to release some stuff. We're also in the studio, Sil- okay. Sil- we're in the studio. Let me say that. Uh, so along with me doing my thing, we're in the studio as well. Uh, still doing shows, where well, we were doing shows, when yeah, there yeah. Were shows <laughs> to be done. Right. <laughs> so, but, you know, uh, in the meantime, man, we're just kind of revamping everything and just kind of getting things together, and uh, you'll hear from the guys, you know, you hear from us soon. Another Silk album will definitely be coming
0: uh, in the works. But right yeah, about yeah. now, it's John John time, so
1: we're gonna <laughs> yes. just, you know what I mean? So that's, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good to know when new Silk albums in the works. A couple Absolutely. of your fans had Absolutely. asked that before you came in here. They wanted to know, so that's good okay, to know. Okay, cool,
1: cool. So I answered <laughs> that question, beautiful, beautiful.
0: So, one thing we like to do, you know, is celebrate the legacy of artists and, and groups and get right. some of the history, get some of the backstory. So, I want to take it back a little bit. And right. um, can you share with me the story of how Silk originally came together as a group and, and became Silk?
1: Oh my God, man! Let's see. Um, I'm gonna try to. T- I'm gonna try to give everybody the short version. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the group was formed at McDonald's. but this is a true story it was formed at mcdonald's and let me see how can i put this all right so um a guy by the name of delvis graham he's no longer in the group anymore he was two of the guys in the group's cousin and um you know he was the manager at this mcdonald's in downtown atlanta and so you know just so happens i was 15 16 or whatever and i was going i was going down there to apply for a job you know uh my first real job uh uh to be exact. And uh, long story short, I used to like close the store. Like I was one of the people, one of the employees that, you know, once everything is done, I would close the store and, you know, put the grill up and clean the grill. And um, one night, uh, you know, every night I used to kind of sing as I'm cleaning up. You know, you kind of just, you're in the house, you're cleaning <laughs> up. I sing or whatever case Being the guy who was the manager who was in the group in the beginning, uh, he heard me singing. And he was like, you know, you can sing, man. Uh, you know, what you have have you ever you know, you ever thought about being in a group? And I'm like, you know, for me, I just song with my mom and my family. So I'm like, No, nah, I didn't never think about being in a group, but I mean it's something new I could try that. And it started out with three members. Um, and mm. we, you know, we got together, he was like, Well, listen, let's get together, you know, me and my cousin, we sing and we were thinking about starting a group and this was back when talent shows were really, really big in Atlanta. Yeah. It was like you know, it was like one of those things to where, oh man, it was so big, man. And so, you know, we were getting together during that time. And so long story short, um, you know, he let me meet his cousin, which is Jimmy. He's still in the group now. And we sat in the back of McDonald's trying to come up with a name for the group. <laughs> and it was just three of us at that time. And we were like, damn, what? what, what I mean, what, what's a good name? What's a good fly name we could come up with that's kind, that kind of best describes us and our sound and what we want to be about? And so with me, I was a little ghetto. I'm like, listen, it's three of us. We should be three to go. And they were looking at me like, I don't think that's smooth enough. That don't sound... You know, and I was like, well, what about, you know, Three to Hard? Well, I'm t- I came up with a bunch of crazy mess, and we all did. And so, after a while, I think one of the guys was like, listen, you know, we want to be smooth. You know, our sound is... I mean, we harmonize pretty good to where it seems a little smooth. I mean, Silk is smooth. What do you think about Silk? Hmm. And so, it was one of those things that just stuck. I mean, it stuck. You know what I mean? And so long story short that's where the group began in that mcdonald's in downtown atlanta um (laughs) i think it's like a georgia power electric company now and i often pass it man i'm like i tell my wife and i tell people who i'm riding with like listen the group started right there at mcdonald's it's like a lot of people don't really know their story and um man it's just to look at where we were and where we made it to uh have came to uh, it's just, it's, it's a long jump, man, and it's its, it's a blessing. But amazing, Matt is responsible for the, the, you know, for us getting together, man. That's where we first met at and decided to
0: do a group. That's an yeah. amazing story. Yeah, I love that three to go, three to go. <laughs> three <laughs> to go, three the hard
1: way. They're like, nah, I don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but so <laughs> the story goes that Keith Sweat was the one who discovered you guys. You know, what was that whole situation like when, you know, meeting him and how he found you, all that.
1: Okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm going to try to – it's these stories, so I'm going I'm to try to keep it short. Well, anyway, uh, one of the guys in the group, his name is Timzo. Uh, he's our bass singer in the group. I think – you know what? I think we may be the only group that's still together, that have all five members, and that also still has a bass man. You know, once <laughs> upon a time, that was like yeah. – you know, a thing, so we still got a basement anyway. Um, his brother worked for a furniture company called Easy Room, right? And so, uh, he delivered furniture to Keith West's manager at the time, Louise Ferguson. Shout out to Louise, what's up, wow. I love you. Uh, and Lonnie Ferguson, they were married at the time, so um you know, he walked in the house, he was delivering their furniture, and he seen, I guess, plaques on the wall of key sweat and that type of thing right there. So he asked the lady, he was like, he asked Louise, he was like, well, you know, do you guys manage groups or whatever case may be? And she was like, well, no, nah, we don't really manage groups, but we do a little something with key sweat or whatever. And he was like, well, listen, my brother them has a group. Yeah, uh, they, Their name is Silk, and they're doing talent shows right now. I would love it if you hear them. They are great. They sound good. And she was like, well, listen, um, we're having a a, it was a, it, um, we're having a barbecue now I, don't, I think it was, a, it was a 4th of July barbecue and she was like well listen bring him over and he Sweat will be here he said he would be here and so if he is he can listen to him we can too and if we like him then maybe we could maybe do something together and I, he was like okay cool he came and told us about the barbecue so you know we was pretty much at that time we were singing anywhere that anybody would listen I'm talking yeah. about on trains we would like be, I mean, we would like ride from stop to stop just like singing to anybody who would listen. Every child, I, I think we've sung at every church in Atlanta. <laughs> oh my Coming, I'm talking about this is like real talk. You know what I mean? So like anywhere anybody would listen, we would go to sing, talent shows and everything. So anyway, long story short, the barbecue came up. And so we got together with our best Sunday soup song because we started out doing gospel. So we, you know, we got together and cleaned up as best we could and we went over there and lo and behold, Keith Sweat was there. Uh they had a basement. Uh and they were upstairs talking. At, at this time, Keith Sweat was really, really popular. It was like when um um one of his biggest albums, There's a right in the wrong way to love somebody. You know what I mean? It's like that album right there was just special and so he was ringing all through the hood and the neighborhoods and stuff, so we absolutely we knew exactly who he was, and um, you know, he was upstairs, and you know, we were kind of scared to go up there, so we ended up singing in the basement, and he heard us upstairs. Wow. And so eventually he made his way downstairs to the basement. And before it was all over, I think within an hour's time, he was singing with us. You know what I mean? It was, like, <laughs> it was so surreal, man. It was crazy, and it was like we were looking at each other like we singing with them, Keith Swagging. Did you see this? You know what I mean. And so that happened, and from there, we just never stopped working together. It was just kind of history after that. You know, uh-huh. uh, that's kind of the short version of that, man. And uh we're still cool to this day. We still do shows. Uh, You know, he still a pop a sweat. He's not gonna like that I
0: said that. <laughs> he, he hates when we call him that. Yeah.
1: You know. You know. He's still. You know, the person that brought us into the game, man. And that's just kind of how that transpired that's how that came about he heard us in that basement and we just kind of you know skyrocketed
0: from there so um, amazing story man that's history right there that's (laughs) crazy man so so you 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 had been discovered by keith and then you know eventually the first album came out lose control classic album freak me single on there what do you remember about creating that that legendary album
1: oh my god man i just remember um Starting it in Atlanta and kind of finishing finishing it off in LA, um, it was one of those things to where, man, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot a lot of artists probably feel this way when they do like it was a, a project, and you just kind of you don't know what it's going gonna do right then. You don't know if it's gonna be successful. You're nervous about whether it's gonna be successful or not. And um, you know, we were all brand new, and we were hungry and thirsty like i said we were singing anywhere that people would listen uh and so we were ready we practiced every day uh for talent shows and stuff like that so we were we were good in those areas man but it was one of those things as to where that album it, 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 even from the start of it it just it, it felt so special you yes. know and even before like i said freak me one of the biggest songs on the album was actually the last song on the album that we picked And uh, a lot of people think it was, you know, I'm like, listen, we were kind of against that. But long story short, that album for me, man, uh, I can remember pulling over on the side of the road after, like, the first single came out, man, which was Happy Days. And um, I can remember just hearing us on the radio, and it was, like, all of feeling like, oh, man, all of the hard work and the, the practicing and the you know, walking from the train station to get to practice. And it, it was just it just all paid off, man, and the talent shows. And um, we felt like we were in the right spirit, and we were with somebody, Key Sweat, who had a fresh sound and who was hot right then. And so yep. it was like we were the first group coming from him, and it was like, oh, man, it, it was magnetic. And it still is, man. Even like when we performed those songs from that particular album, it's one of those things where it'll always be near and dear to my heart. Not just because it was the first album, but because, oh, man, there's just so many emotions and memories that go into the album. It was one that, you know, the first time we did a video, you know, and so we went to New York to do a video, and it was like (laughs) we had the the wardrobe, and and I'm looking around like, man, this is crazy. It was like we had one of the best uh, uh, directors at the time uh, 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 doing the video, and, oh, man, it was just one of those things to where, I never forget it. And even like sitting here now, like thinking about it and reminiscing in my head, man, just feelings just kind of swirl around just because it was just a special and surreal moment. And that would be something that I always cherish. And, um, you know, we speak about it often, me and the guys, man, just like, listen, man, we came a long ways and we just still, we the same five. Like yes, a man. lot of groups, we the same five. People like, oh, you guys, you guys, did you switch members? I'm like, no, nah, we like the same <laughs> five members. But I'm like, 92, you know what I mean? And even before that, because we were doing talent shows at Silk and and Mm -hmm. so, same guys, man. So, you know, man, that album is
0: just a special thing and it'll always be. Talk about your involvement in in the creation of the music and and on these albums, you know, because we don't get to see behind the scenes in the studio for what. What what is your involvement in the creation process?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, I sing. Uh, A lot of people don't know this, but, you know, I write as well. Um, I wrote on, I think, maybe pretty much a little something on each one of those albums. Yeah. Um, and i have also doing a lot of writing on the solo project I'm doing now as well, in conjunction with Delight Allenby. But, um, you know, I just think that, um, you know, um, it's one of them things where I mean, I'm just really, really involved. And, um, you know, like throughout the course of uh, that particular album, man, it's just that we... Um, we, we've always been involved in arranging and that type of thing right there. And so, uh,
0: you know, just a special thing, man. Just a special right. thing. Special so, thing. So, so. Take me back to the third album tonight because, for me, I can remember that, that being oh. a moment, you know, a moment in R&B. You know, and that right. album came out, and I feel like that was one of your guys' best albums. Wow, thank I just you, man. still love thank it you. to this day. So how do you, what do you remember about creating that album?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I remember being put... Um, in the, in, in, so, sort of kind of like in the forefront of that particular album. I mean, we, we all sing, uh, and I like to say, and I like to tell people, they're like, listen, are you, who's the, you seem like you and Lil G are the lead singers or whatever case of be, and I like to say it depends on the song, but we are, I guess, quote unquote, the lead singers of the yes. group, and you know, we're all fine with that, but um, I just think, you know, for that Tonight album, it was at a time to where we were looking for direction you know, uh, we were coming off of the lose control album and that particular era of music. Um, and not that the style had changed so much, but if we want to do something fresh, we want to do something innovative. We want to know we want to do something with staying power, uh, because we, I think we set the bar, you know, so high, like with, with Keith and stuff like that. And so we want to make sure that, um, the sound was protected. And so with that album, um, Delight came in. I remember first meeting him. And, uh, you know, when he first came in, I'm like, I don't know if he going to have the heat. I don't know. if, But it was like he started playing stuff. And I think one of the songs he played first, I think it was a meeting in my bedroom. No verses or anything on it, if I can remember. And just the music, man. The music was just so, it was like we looked around at each other like, man, there's not even verses on this yet. And it's like, it it just kind of drew us in. And so, um, you know, I remember that, that was just the first initial, you know, thought of mine. Now, after that, you know, I was wondering, like I said, with the, with the, with the Lose Control album and everything. And Lil G was kind of, quote, unquote, you know, the lead singer, even though we all sung on all of the albums. Uh, but I think he did a little bit more than everybody else or whatever the case may be. Uh, but the Tonight album was one of those albums for me. That was I, I like to consider a a breakout album
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, for me, and it, it's that's another one that's near and dear to me because he kind of looked back and was like, "John, you know, you seem like you got the vibe on. Let's let's try you on, you know, on a couple of parts and whatever." And it was just from there, man. Uh, and I tell him this all the time. I said, "Man, listen, that album for me was a breakout album, not just for Silk and." you know, you being in a position to where the music was so next level or whatever case may be, he almost kind of reinvented, you know, the sound sort of, kind of. And, you know, from that, man, uh, you know, I kind of had a breakout moment vocally. And we'll do shows now and we'll do a lot of songs from the Tonight album. And people come up like, man... um, that's your second that part I didn't know you were second that part. <laughs> you know what I mean I'm like yeah that's you know and so a lot of people kind of even though they've seen videos and that type of thing right there but a lot of people forget um you know just kind of how much I you know sung on that album I mean it was we all did but for me I just hold it close to my heart just because it's one of those things that where it gave me a lot more confidence to kind of step out and do a lot more things uh 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 with the group, you know, live and even with what I'm doing now with my solo album or whatever the case may be, just giving me the nerve to to do that. And I think that particular album was one of those stepping stones that helped me do that. Right Now, for us, the group, it was also an album to where, you know, and we were always known as the love-making, baby-making music type group. <laughs> but I think with that album, it just went like, it was like a stamp on it you know what i mean <laughs> so i'm like oh my god so it just uh it fit, it fell right into place with the whole premise of the lose control album and what we were trying to graduate to but then right. we have a a blueprint on how to get there delight kind of brought that to us and i'm glad that we were able to you know just kind of get the vibe and it was just everything was perfect with that album man wardrobe i mean music yeah worse and everybody always come up, be like, you know, I had a baby to you know, like if I had a quarter for every time somebody came <laughs> up and said I owe them child support, I'd be rich
0: Oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had my third baby off of like, you. You owe me I'm like, oh Lord.
0: <laughs> child support. <laughs> you <know>? That's good. <laughs>
1: you know, but oh uh, man it was it was just a special album man and you know, yeah. even now we perform it and um, you know, it was just, just one of those albums you could put on.
0: And yep. kind of let it roll, man, and just, you know. I love 100%, it. I love kind of 100%. 100%. Love that album. Yeah, you know I man. thank. I, I want to take this question I saw in the chat here from our guy Slick Partner. <laughs> he said, when Slick uh, when Silk approaches an album, um, is there any pressure to portray a certain sound? You know, in terms of, like, do you guys feel like you have to do a, a Silk sound? Or right. can you just do, do what you feel? You know, like, how do you approach that?
1: Man, we just, I mean, believe it or not, man, we just kind of just go in and, you know, we... Feed off each other. Like we always have conversations uh, about the music, and even in business, you know, I always like to say, you know, once all five of us are together on something, it usually works out. You know, when there's like a stalemate, and a couple of people feel this way, and a few people feel this way, and then we like we 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 like to kind of say we do things democratically, where we take a vote, and if you're outvoted on something, you just outvoted. But I just know that when we're together as five, when we're doing silk stuff, things normally play out in the right way. And so I just think with that album and albums that we have done, we have always been in cahoots with each other about, you know, the vibe. Once we get into the vibe or whatever case may be, we walk in and we're very, very honest with each other. Because the one thing that we always say, we never want to sacrifice the music. You know what I mean? It may not go platinum. It may not, but you can't look in there and say, you know what? It didn't go platinum, but damn it, them album songs was cold as hell. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I'll take that over, you know, even Jill LeVert said one time, he was like, you know, I don't have a whole, a whole bunch of platinum albums, but, you know, I'm proud and happy of the albums that I do have because when the fans come up and they let me know and they pick out different little songs that may or may not have been a single, but in its entirety, they say, listen, your music is always consistent. We always love it. And so that's, those are the responses that you want. And so we get those. And so you, even though you want it to go, um, as far as it can go, yeah. you know, you hope and you pray for those things, man. But at the same time for us, the way we've been raised from key sweat, from Gerald LeVert, these people that we've been influenced by and who we've been blessed to be around, you know, over the years, you know, they kind of instilled in us and you grow up and you watch them. And it's like, listen, The one thing that they're not doing is they're not sacrificing the music. They're making sure that it sounds the way it needs to sound. They're making sure that it sounds the way people are accustomed to hearing that type of music from them. And so I think that with that, we just kind of make sure we keep that at the forefront. And whenever we're picking and we're choosing songs and we're singing, that's something that we really, really have to be collectively a part of and on and in sync together. Yeah, you know, right. And we can come off. And I know that seems a little, but that's kind of, you know, how we are. And then it's something that we work on. We just go mm-hmm. in and, you know, by the grace of God, you know, <laughs> we get together and, I mean, we kind of flow with each other and we kind of know what each other like and we kind of know, you know, even with the light, we knew what to pick, even though everything he played was like
0: fucking awesome. but yeah. um, You know, <laughs> that's, that's kind of how we are we stuck. Yeah, Got you. Yeah, I right. want to take a, a couple more questions if you have time. Absolutely. Um, um First of all, Jermaine Harding, I saw your question. We talked about the beginning with Keith. The interview will be on the site after after the um, tomorrow or whatever. We'll have the video. We'll have the transcription. Yeah, sure. So check it yeah, out sure. on the site. But uh, my boy DJ Soulchild wants to know, how come Big G doesn't sing more parts? His voice is so underrated.
1: Oh, yeah. Big G. Okay. Uh, 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 <laughs> DJ Soulchild is one of my homeboys. What's up with you, man? What's up? <laughs> um, you know what? Again, I just think um, with us, it's about the song. Um I know Big G has, he's in the studio as well doing some stuff and a lot of people don't know this about him as well. He is a just dope-ass writer. You know what I mean? He's a dope writer and, you know, he's he's written a lot on the Silk albums over the years as well. And it's just, you know, a lot of stuff that we do individually uh, doesn't really, really get a whole lot of light and so we're working on mm. changing that. But uh, to answer the question, it, it really is nothing that we sit down and come up with. It's one of them things that where we get together and the song comes on or the demo or whatever the case may be. And then we talk some each other and see, okay, listen, it's about which, which voice fits that particular part best. Right. And that's how we do it. You know what I mean? It's not like, Oh, well he's not saying that. It's like, listen, who best sounds, which one of us sounds the best on that particular part? Because we know we have a whole album to do. So you may not be able to do like, you know, and so, but on this new album, I think, um, we're making sure that a lot more of the group gets heard because I always tell people, you know, when they come up and they're like, you know, you and Lil G are the lead singers. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but on this new album we'll get together and showcase a lot more of the group in depth because everybody sings, you know, our bass singers sings low and high like me. A lot of people (laughs) don't know that, you know what I mean? So it's like we have a lot of facets that um, we have left to show. So gotcha. you'll definitely be hearing a lot
0: more from him and the rest of the guys in the near future. Absolutely. Sounds amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I got I got one more question for you because we're just about out of time. Okay. And you, you, you might not be able to answer this question, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, sure. And the question is, how come, you know, we hear these discussions about the top 90s groups all the time. Right. How come Silk's name never comes up? With all the success you guys have had over the years. Wow. in your perspective, why do you think it, that Silk is never mentioned enough? I mean, maybe you don't hear these discussions like we do,
1: but I, you know, you know what I do, and you do? Okay. Man, um, man, you know, it, it, yeah, that is a hard question to answer. It's one of them things to where, you know, I don't want to answer it again, come off. Like, you know, they should be, you know, and I don't want to come off like that, but a lot of people come up to us and I mean, me and like, they're like, listen, you know, it's a lot, you know, in a lot of, sometimes tours go by, and uh and like i said we work pretty consistently or whatever case may be but it's certain tours they go by and people come up and be like listen they got like everybody on their tour but y'all you guys were the ones who i'm like listen you know i can't really we do what we can do or whatever case may be you can't really choose you know who people pick to do what and that type of thing right there and um i mean i know we would absolutely absolutely love you know a lot more of uh, a few more accolades or whatever the case may be. But, you know, it's one of those things, man, that just kind of happens. And we're actually working on just kind of being more visible as well. You know what I mean? I tell the guys this all the time, man. I'm like, listen, you know, we have to be more. I mean, we came out in the early 90s. And so it's not music and radio is not that way anymore. And so you kind of have to adapt. I mean, everything is digital now. Everything is, you know, you have to adapt to that world. And so it's one of them things that where well, we kind of get together and talk like this and we have to make sure we're more visible to the fans and so we can let them know what we're doing through social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well. And matter of fact, it's the group silk for those who are listening. So if you want to follow us and find out what we're doing, definitely go and follow the group silk as well. But to answer your question in, in whole, um, if you asked us, well, You're asking me right now, so I'm like, you know, I just think that we could be more visible, you know, through the social media thing, and I think that that will help a lot. But, um, I think that's one of the main things. But I took to, uh, a full answer or a specific answer, I don't really know, man. I just, but we do feel the love, like, people come up and they ask them questions, like you're asking and we, we, when we're doing shows, like, y'all should be such and such. And I'm like, told, I told the guys, I said, the next album that we do. Uh, we just got to make sure that we, you know, go all in and to let people know what we're doing and to be as visible as possible, because that's what it takes, you know, nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the music, good music,
0: and being visible so people can
1: see and know what you're doing.
0: Right. So. That's a good answer. That's a fair answer. I yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before we get out of here, is there anything you'd like to add? Man,
1: I just want to finish off by saying this. Y'all, this new, we're actually doing a five-song EP. And I don't know. If we and so, you know, the first song is called "Do You Believe in Love." We're gonna drop that sometime soon. We're thinking about it next week, but we kind of want to get everybody ready for it. So we got a few tricks about our sleeves, and I'll definitely let you know about this. Well, I'm gonna shoot it to you, man, because I want you to hear it as well. Amazing. And so, you know what I mean, just so you can check it out. And I'm very, very excited about, it, man. So I just want to leave the people with knowing, Silk was in the studio, yes, but John John is about to release something that I've. You know, been inspiring to do for a very, very long time, man. Trying to bring back, gonna definitely bring back that sexy love making '90s new school R&B, man. And so I'm, 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 I'm on a mission to capture that. I'm sure to say we're on a mission, men Delight, we on some Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson type of thing right now. I'm gonna keep saying that until mm-hmm. y'all get it. You know what I mean? And so it's just the whole little premise of it, man. But that's something I'm very, very very excited about, you know, for you guys to hear. And so just be on the lookout. Do you do you believe in love? And uh it'll be something, man, that, you know, I think everybody will love and you should have some good staying power. That's all that we're trying to do. It's
0: amazing. We're so, yeah. really looking forward to hearing that. You know, you got our support. Yes. Sir. Um, yeah, whatever you guys are doing. And uh yes. thank you so much once again for your time, man. I loved hearing all this oh, history. Man,
1: thanks for yeah. having me, man. For real,
0: for real. Let's do Absolutely, it again. When the,
1: when the song comes out, let's do it again. And just Definitely. Like, we can do some
0: stuff. We'll do it again soon, definitely Absolutely. when the song's out. Can't Absolutely. wait to hear it, man. All right, man. Peace. Good talking to you, man. man. All right, All man. Right. Take care. Ah.